The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers, On the Road Again. Featuring actor, author, playwright, and political commentator Jordan Rhodes on Talk 94.5. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. It is 9.39 on the Liz Calloway Show. You know what that means, Nikki Noodle? I do. Jordan Rhodes is joining us. Good morning, Jordan. <laughs> Good morning, Liz. Good morning, Nick. So are you... How are you... Yeah, we're doing. We're hanging in there. We're we're wondering how you are. Well, I'm I'm actually fine. I uh, to, in keeping with the theme of this little segment that we do here, I just came back from Milford, Pennsylvania. I went up to visit my friend and writing partner Ken Vos. Uh, you and the listeners may remember some of Ken's work. He wrote a book that was made into a movie called Grease Lightning, which okay. starred Richard Pryor. Uh, uh-huh. You guys, you may have seen that. And mm. Richard, uh, yeah. Wendell Scott, it was about Wendell Scott. He was the first black stock car racer oh. that we had. So I went up to visit Ken in uh, Milford, Pennsylvania, because he was recovering from some surgery. So hey, by just the way, got Jordan, back from that. Jordan, that is a great movie with Richard Pryor. I love that movie. Well, there you yeah, go. Yeah, it, it, yeah it, it, really, it really was terrific. And no one had ever done that particular story that Ken did. Uh, so, but, uh, and actually I've got a couple other things next week. I've got to go up to Connecticut and meet with one of my producing partners. I'll tell you guys about that later. But the thing I'd like to address uh, first this morning on, on the political front is basically a mistake that I made last week when I gave some comments about Lee Zeldin, uh, which Liz, you were more yeah. familiar with Lee than I was because mm-hmm. I think he was a representative in an area where you lived up here in New York, and yeah. you certainly knew about him. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, as you as you remember, I'm sure uh, because you corrected it uh, rightfully so. I made some comments about uh, him as far as uh, how he uh, was uh, he he voted to impeach Trump, uh, how he uh, voted to defund the police, uh, how he was Cuomo's favorite Republican. All of that was what we refer to today as misinformation mm. from my generation is simply called lies. You were a victim uh, of fake news? Uh, well, yeah, I'm, oh. I'm a victim. And, and I'm going I'm to tell you how this came about. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, this misinformation thing, uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm older, but I know when I was a kid, if my dad told me to do something like uh, take out the trash or whatever it might be, and he asked me if I had done it and I hadn't done it, and I told him yes, Believe you me, my dad didn't come to me and say, son, you gave me some misinformation. <laughs> and he would come to me and he would say, you lied to me, yeah. and, out would, and out would come the belt. Yes. Uh, so anyway, here's, here's what I discovered, which was really interesting, and I hope that you guys will find it interesting. And you may know this. When these um, primaries or these elections are going on, I'm sure down in South Carolina it's exactly the same as it is in New York and every other state in the Union. We get in the mail these placards, these mailers, mm-hmm. which are kind of like about the size of an oversized postcard, mm-hmm. and they're colored on both sides. On one side is an opponent, and on the other side is, you know, the choice candidate type thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I went and did some research after I, you know, was corrected again, as rightly so, because I'm kind of a pack rat and then a paper hawk. I went back and dug these things up, and I wanted to find out, okay, where did I get this information from, this misinformation from? And I got these up, and I found out, and this is what you guys may or may not know. I'm hoping it'll be interesting, you know, for the listeners. The, this placard, mailer that I got, I tracked down who made that. And the opponent 
uh, Harry Wilson that was on the one side about all the things with him, and on the other side was all of the derogatory information about Lee Zeldin. Mm-hmm. That was not put out by Harry Wilson or the Republicans. Oh. Those things were made by the Democrats. Wow. The Democrats go throughout the country, Sneaky. and this, you, this can be verified. I've already verified it myself. That throughout the country, what they do is they go into these primaries and they pick the weakest candidate that the Republican Party has and they boost him up, and then they pick the number one candidate, the best guy, mm. and they put all of this misinformation, these things about, you know, he did this, he did that, and they put all of this stuff out. And that's, that's actually where I got that from. And I thought, I don't know, to me, is that not voter tampering? Is that not voter fraud? I mean, I, I found these placards, and all of these placards were exactly the same, and they picked the number four candidate was the one they were endorsing, and what they were trying to do is get the weakest candidate they can, you know, on the roll so that he's the one that's running against their candidate when the actual election comes up. Huh. So they were really trying to get rid of... Yes. They didn't want Lee Zeldin. They didn't want him to be the candidate, mm-hmm. the Republican candidate running against their Democratic... Wow. This, lady we got there. Now, isn't that unbelievable? Yeah, I mean, you would think it would be from the primary challenger, but um, we have found situations where we hear about some PAC uh, supporting some candidate and saying, you know, lies about the other candidate and the other candidate, you know, takes the other one to task and they're like, I don't know who this PAC is. Yeah. You know, and, and it turns out that it's, uh, you know, a wolf in sheep's clothes just trying to take them both out, but do using strategy to do it. Yeah, it's just. I mean, when I found this out, and and this is and this has been going on for some time. Yeah, uh, I I looked it up, and the Democrats actually fund these things, you know, to try and go out so that in the in these primaries they can put in the weakest candidate, you know, to run against their candidate. Hmm. So it was, an, and I was sucked into that, and I apologize to certainly to the listeners because you guys know, uh, Nick, you and Liz, you know that it, in this business. Your credibility is really what you have to stand on. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think you guys remember I had my own talk show in Wilmington some years ago, and uh, I've always really protected my credibility. So I really, basically, uh, the horse was completely out of the barn before I shut the barn door. And <laughs> All right. Hey, Jordan. Jordan, you're on a Liz Calloway show timeout. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'm glad we, we cleared that up because you made me kind of step back and say, did he really do that? Yeah, I was like, I don't think so, you know. No. And you know, so I, I'm glad we cleared that up, though. Um, and, yeah, I, and I, no, hope I, 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 I hope he wins. I hope he wins. So do I, because he is the best candidate. He did not. The, he voted for Trump, not to impeach Trump. He did not vote to defund the police. Uh, he did not get involved with AOC. Uh, Ocasio-Cortez, her whole mm-hmm. thing about shutting down the big factory out there, uh, and that, they're talking about advertisement and all of that. Uh, her election, just still here in New York, amazes any of us conservatives, because the amount of money that George Soros put into her local campaign, you know, she only represents a, a part of the Bronx and a part of Queens, and uh, George Soros, in her re-election, spent something like a little over $2 million dollars 
you know, to advertise her campaign. And unfortunately, you know, some people just read those advertisements and they do that. Anyway, uh, let me ask you guys if, uh, and I'm, I'm glad we got that uh, cleared up, and I apologize mm-hmm. to you and I apologize <laughs> to the listeners. That's and, okay. And uh, I, I, I will try not to do that again, boss, I promise. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I'm glad we cleared now, it up. Now, did, did you guys, uh, either one of you, did you catch Mark Levine's uh, show, his uh, Life, Liberty, and Levine, on Sunday night? No, I didn't. What did we miss? Okay. this uh, The information I'm getting ready to come up here with now, just completely, I mean, it's it's worse than what Laura discovered last, uh, you know, I guess it was last night, or whenever she discovered this thing about our oil reserves just being tapped into, which is insane. But um, Mark Levine had this guy on, I will mispronounce his last name, I think it's Schweitzer, Schweitzer, something yeah, like Peter that. Yeah, Peter Schweitzer. But, mm-hmm. Okay, but anyway, he is a, uh, he's a real data guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, in other words, he, he gets all these facts and figures and everything. And Mark Levine posed this question. He wanted to know why there has not been any investigation at all into Biden's family. Mm-hmm. They now have the proof. He, this guy had it all there. They have received the Biden family, that's Joe, his son, his brother, and even Jill. They've received $31 million from China, from communist China. Wow. $31 million. And what Mark Levine brought up, it has not shown shown up on any of their tax things, mm. not even their S-corporation. So he wants to know, why is there no talk about the tax fraud with that? Why is this not being investigated about why this is, this is going on? Why there's nothing on CBS, NBC, ABC, all of the media, MSNBC, uh, CNN, we can forget about. I don't know anybody that's watching that anymore. But why there has been nothing about that. And here's the thing they brought up. They said if during, you know, the Carter administration or during the Reagan administration, uh, which was the Cold War, that if it had been discovered that either one of those administrations were receiving like $31 million Jeez. from Russia, mm-hmm. they're saying this would have been front page news and everybody in the news media would be talking about it. But today... There's just nothing being said about it. Mm-hmm. This guy is being so protected by the media, it's absolutely, it's, it's disgusting. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, um, you know, if I, if I could, I, I, we, were, we, we meant to get to it, but um, there was a time, like even Peter Ducey talked to, uh, talked to um, Corinne Jean-Pierre about it, and she was asking, he was asking her about, like, hey, can you make a comment about this? And she's like, I'm not going to talk about anything on the laptop. It's on the laptop. Right. I'm not talking about it. I'm not talking about it. And he keeps asking, but are you denying that that's Joe Biden's? She's like, you need to talk to Hunter's representative. It's like, it has nothing to even do with Hunter, What he's, his question. His question is, yeah. uh, Joe Biden promised to never lie and always be transparent. And so tell us why he is telling us that he doesn't know anything about Hunter's dealings. And and now you're telling me you can't even tell us, you can't even confirm that that's his voice. It's clearly his voice. Of course it's his voice. They they have the audio. It's It's absolutely his voice. And he knew that this was going on. I mean, of course, I have always thought, and I don't really care if this upsets anybody, I've always thought that he was one of the most corrupt politicians that was ever in office. Mm-hmm. Because how does a guy who is, you know, who basically is in the Senate, 
how does this guy wind up being a multimillionaire? I, I mean, you know, when they when Joe started, what almost fifty years ago, they, they weren't making that much money, and all of a sudden, you know, today this guy has money coming out the wazoo. Yeah. I mean, he has so much money, and they, just just so, so much corruption there. It's unbelievable. I don't know. What do you guys? How much longer do you think the American people can take this? Well, they've got the mainstream media on their side running cover, yeah. so it's going to go on for a little while longer. But the feeling I get, and I won't speak for Liz, but I think she agrees, is that not just our little, what do you call it, Liz? We're in a, we talk in a vacuum, we're in a reverb chamber. Mm. What do you call Echo it? Echo chamber. Echo chamber, thank you. <laughs> reverb is music. Reverb is music. Well, sorry. <laughs> but, but outside of that, the people that even we just run into that, that we've never met before say, so, oh my God, I listen to you guys, and you know what? And I think people are awake, not awoke awake mm -hmm. and you can see it with the, I, the results with the, the you know the the primaries and and some of the places like in texas where it was always the democrat in that one county and it ends up being this conservative who's you know an immigrant i mean that's pretty amazing yes yeah oh yeah that 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 absolutely was amazing i think it's the first time that's ever happened in what something like 50 years the thing you're talking about down there in Texas. Yeah, Flores, I believe. Myra Flores, yeah. That, so that's yeah. that's my whole point. And, and even just this weekend, they were at some event in her own district, Elon Omar, and she's brought out on stage with her brusband, and, and, or whatever it is this week, I can't remember. No, that's right. She divorced her husband. Now she's married to the white guy. So she's brought out and thinking it's in front of her own district, her own crowd, a bunch of, you know, Somali people having a celebration. She's booed off the stage. Yeah, unbelievable. So I mean, do you I, guys do, do you guys believe that? Uh, first of all, I, the only time I'm uh, reason I'm really a little ticked at the Republicans is that I do not understand. Even though they couldn't win it because they don't have the votes, I don't understand how Biden cannot be impeached mm -hmm. because he certainly they don't you know, have the votes. The rules said. for impeachment are are high crimes and misdemeanors. Mm -hmm. Now you certainly cannot tell me that accepting this kind of money from a communist country, and actually they also said that Ukraine was involved in that. I don't know about that part because I didn't get into it, but Mark Levine was talking about this communist China thing with this guy, Richard, whatever his last name was. But uh, it, it just, to me, high crimes and misdemeanors, nobody even talks anymore about all of the Americans that were left over there in Afghanistan and That's all right. of our allies that mm -hmm. were left there, which Just, I personally believe probably are all have been beheaded by now because of the yeah. allies. I, I, I think, you know, that once uh, the Taliban started mm -hmm. running and, that Yeah, country, because people were turning in their neighbors. You know, they were telling, oh, yeah. telling the neighbors which girls were going to school, who was working as a translator. Absolutely. And just what's going on in the border alone is... Uh, oh, the, 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 and, and last night... Uh, I, of course, I, I, I'm prejudiced. I can't stand this guy, Richard Fowler, who's this liberal, <laughs> young, liberal talk mm -hmm. host guy who, to me, is uh, he, he should be from Mars. Last night, because you mentioned the thing earlier in the show about open borders, and last night when he was being interviewed uh, on uh, Shannon's show, uh, he, he said, there are no open borders. We do not have open borders. And they're just showing the picture 
of the people coming across the river. And I mean, it, it, it's unbelievable. And he he was there saying, absolutely disagreeing with them. There are no open borders. If, he said, if we had open borders, people would be flooding the borders. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at these pictures and I'm going, where is this guy? Is what, yeah. <laughs> what, what, you know, where, where does... Where does he live? Jordan, uh, I interviewed uh, a gentleman that's written quite a few books and also talked about Peter Schweitzer as well. And he wrote an article about the five reasons why Trump, I mean, um, Biden needs to be uh, impeached. And uh, he talks about what's on the laptop exposed by The New York Post. He talks about the violation of U.S. uh, immigration law. And the energy sector war, war that's costing us uh, our energy independence um, and uh, inf- the directing of enforcement branches to uh, retaliate against political enemies and, of course, violating the Equal Protection Clause. He, he listed those things and explains each one. It's uh, Ed Brodo, excellent article. But uh, Jordan Rhodes, thank you so much for bringing so much to the conversation. And uh, we'll round things up again next week. And uh, we'll thank talk you, to you guys. Then. I really appreciate it. And Liz, I thank you very much for talking about my book. Uh, I just want to let you know some of your some of your listeners. I'm assuming they're your listeners. I don't know anybody else that's buying it. But <laughs> thanks a lot. Yes. Thanks a lot for the, for book, the plug. Bookbaby.com, the life of the blue collar actor. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye bye.